the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. Anything that you want to talk about, we can ultimately talk about right here, right now, and live and on air. So, um, lots going on in the markets. One of the things I'm cognizant of is it's a new week, so let's take a look at the calendar and kind of figure out where we are and where we're going, things along those lines. Um, There's a lot going on. Money, investing, and more. Elon Musk always in the news, but I'm kind of trying to steer clear of Elon Musk at this point in time for no other reason than it's kind of the drama is just not quite right. Um, oh, God. So um, give me just a second to pull up some of the right information for you. Oh, boy. The Academy Awards last night. I think I'm over award shows. I think I have been for a while. I think I'm kind of talking out loud right now because it's kind of a cool thing to do. Time is money, so to speak. The three main U.S. stock indices uh, kind of got goosed last night. I, I saw one of the headlines was Donald Trump said he's going to not raise tariffs on Chinese goods at the end of the month. And... Uh, one of those negotiation tactics of he's going to be tough, he's going to be tough, he's going to be tough. The date comes close. Hey, you're not so tough. Uh, so Wall Street kind of feels good about that, you know? The demon known versus the demon unknown. The Shanghai Composite Index was up 5.6% on that news. Now, here's the thing. How long have we been talking about this uh, China trade war thing? Let's say a year, right? It's been a kind of she loves me, she loves me not. You know, first of all, it's what she loves me not. But then we do like China, but we know we need it to be fair, but we don't want it to be too giving. It's kind of been going back and forth, and will it happen, will it not happen? And now we're getting closer to a lot of the deadlines, and we're seeing that the spine just isn't there to, you know, draw a line in the sand and fight over it. Yet, that could change tomorrow. But you could see how much pent-up want there is for this to get done. When you see a stock market gain 5.6% in a day. 
pretty amazing. That's a big, big number Whoa. for a stock Whoa. market. It's not like a company came out and said, we're going to cure cancer. It's just, hey, Trump's backing off the militant talk of this day or no day. General Electric is selling its biopharma business to Donaher for $21 million. What a sad, sad story General Electric has become. From a company that could do almost no harm to a company that could do almost no right. Um, for a long period of time. And it, it was kind of a... Uh, sometimes you look at the CEOs and go, he's a genius. But also one of the things GE has done is that they've... Um, you know, expanded their business in the last hundred years when the U.S. was expanding the economy and the world economy was growing as well. So when it came to push, come, shove, they had a little bit too much debt. So General Electric selling its biopharmaceutical unit to Donaher. You may remember GE as, you know, NBC. You may remember them as Jet Engines. You may, like the, the legacy, what's it going to be? Bear Gold is taking its bid for Newmont Mining Hostel. Uh, it's two gold companies. Yes, you can invest in a gold mining company. There's gold up in them hills. And you know where it is? Nevada. And these two companies have operations basically on top of each other. So Barrett Gold is like, you know, hey, if we just, you know, bulldoze the fence, uh, there's no difference between our two companies. And we can, you know, save a lot of money by firing a lot of their employees and uh, their, their management, so to speak, not their miners. Oh, my miner, 49 or... Uh, so there's a merchant acquisition going on. That's kind of fun. It shows the companies value each other. Berkshire Hathaway, as I talked about on Friday, released its annual report on Saturday. In his annual letter to shareholders, Buffett limited the accounting requirement to recognize gains and losses in Berkshire's stock portfolio directly on income statements. The accounting change cut their loss or ballooned their loss to $25 billion in the recent quarter. Everyone loves Warren Buffett. I love Warren Buffett. I don't know why. I, well, I know he's the greatest investor. I still know why. why. Um, Buffett prefers buy businesses that are easy to understand, have great management teams, and have competitive moats. Something that's defensible of their competitive position. Buffett prefers to buy Coca-Cola because of the enduring quality of its brand, and it's less motivated to own, say, aluminum can makers. So he's like, hey, just keep it simple. That's cool. Um, so everyone looks for what will Buffett buy next. And one of the things that he said in his letter was, we almost came close to a big acquisition. So that's kind of interesting. He's looking for things that pop out. MasterCard fits the bill of high returns and high margins. Starbucks, Gilead Sciences, Texas Instruments. Those are big acquisitions, and they all have competitive uh, angles to them, and they all have great cash flows. Um, but they're all really, really big companies. But just the fact that I'm telling you that these are companies that Buffett likes, would like, tells me, I'm telling you, pay attention. Um, he was looking at maybe a Fastenal. It's a large maker of industrial tools, and Buffett has talked about industrial distribution publicly in the past. Other large companies, maybe a TJ Maxx. He's uh, been a fan of that franchise that is selling clothes and things you wear with a premium brand name, but at a discount price. They've kind of got that niche with TJ Maxx. 
into it as the niche of tax preparation. Um, so anytime Warren Buffett kind of pops his head out of sand, like, you know, the uh, uh, groundhog, you pay attention. And I know that sounds like, you know, insane that you're like, isn't he like 80 something? Yeah. Um, proven, you know, take care of yourself. And some people still respect your mind for a long period of time. So, um, one thing that Warren Buffett did say is that he sees stocks very attractive. You know, he sees them more attractive right now. That's probably the best thing you could say. Um, Berkshire increased its stake in Apple after it cut their stake in Apple, after they started their stake in Apple. Big uh, initiation of a position in J.P. Morgan Chase. And typically, what I'm trying to say here, and again, consult a broker advisor before taking action on any stocks mentioned. What I'm trying to say here is these names that I'm throwing around, if they're good enough to be considered in the same breath as Warren Buffett, they're probably good enough for you to consider. He added to his holdings of Bank of America and U.S. Bank Corp. Prices are sky high for businesses possessing decent long-term prospects. And um, you you have to pay a premium for a a high-quality name. So they did do a big stock buyback this quarter, which some people are like, come on, Warren, we need to go invest that money. We want to see, you know, follow in your footsteps, so to speak. So one of the companies that he did invest in, and if you can ever read books about Warren Buffett, I would recommend it. Or even if you just Google and look at his Wikipedia page, one of the ones that he got into early was Geico, where if you don't pay your auto insurance, home insurance, taxes, if you don't pay your um, premium every month, they cancel you. And when they sign you up, they, they look at the mathematical risk of it. Very smart company. Very smart man. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, uh, Rob Black Show. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. I got a We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Mortgage rates have fallen to a one-year low. Setting the stage for a sunny spring selling season. dun da da Awesome. Um, prices have gone up. What can you afford is heavily tied towards the mortgage rate. So the the lower the rates go means that you could afford a little bit more. So rates are down from 4.54% in 2018 to about 4.43, the average on a 30-year fixed. The 15-year adjustable rate mortgage sits at 3.78%, and it's an adjustable rate mortgage so it might adjust on you, right? Five-year treasury is right around 3.88%. So you can kind of see where the money is taking its cue from as far as the mortgage market goes. And there's a lot of cross-currents. When will the Federal Reserve raise interest rates? What's happened with the economy? Does China drag us down if no deal gets done? Who's buying? 
There was uh, when you combine people's debts, i.e., like what debts, like student loans, credit cards, medical debt. Uh, one of the biggest things keeping people from buying a house is debt. So there's a lot going on in the world. Like I said, a lot of cross currents, a lot of cross currents in the housing market. Netflix Roma, a movie I haven't seen. I kind of forced myself to watch Bohemian Rhapsody, which for me was an incredibly watered down view of Freddie Mercury and Queen. If you think it was that easy and that smooth and that sweet and the, the dark days of drugs and alcohol weren't darker, that was a water down. That was a Wonder Bread version of Queen. With that said, uh, I saw that movie and I saw one other, and that's it. Oh, I saw the Bradley Cooper one, uh, Star is Born. So big business for winning an award. And uh, if you know anything about the Academy Awards, it's it's pretty easy to win. Not easy to win one. It's If you get nominated, then you start marketing and campaigning. You can find the 100 people that are going to be voting in a lot of these award shows. And you can give them chocolate. I'll give you a box of chocolate if you vote for me. And you can kind of imagine the days when Hollywood was a little darker, a little bit before hashtag me too. And uh, I remember a couple of years ago, the Academy Awards had a diversity issue where no one of color was nominated for anything. So you can kind of see that's all moving forward and on, but winning an Academy Awards is not what it used to be. But anyway, Netflix's Roma won the Oscars for Best Cinematography, Best Foreign Film, and Best Director on Sunday. What's fantastic about it, it was shot on, a, on an Apple phone. Um, so I would say that Apple's probably one of the bigger winners here, too. Second black and white movie to ever win for best cinematography after black and white and color movies were combined in the same category. It's the movie's best foreign film win was the first ever for a Mexican movie. Um, so Netflix won huge on that. Just who can they bring in in the future to work with? Better directors, better producers, better actors. Hey, we heard your studio won an award kind of thing. And then there's a, a short-term boost where, you know, just saying that you were an Academy Award winner, people go watch this film to see what all the fuss is about. So that's out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. GE surging as they're continuing to trim the fat of their company or the, the businesses that have value. Company that over-leveraged. If you ever want to see what can happen to you by buying too many homes, it's leverage. I can tell you that as I've gotten older, I've, I've taken on more leverage. As I've taken on more cash flow in my life, I've taken on more leverage, and it's stressful. Um, Victoria's Secret was once the end-all, be-all kind of place for women to go get um, accoutrements. Is that kind of the best way of me saying that? Sexy accoutrements? Um, And then you started seeing competitors come in and especially with the internet and you know China basically manufacturing anything that American entrepreneurs can come up with you saw a lot of uh, competitors to Victoria's Secret in the early 2000s and up till 20, 2020 essentially right um, Target now is getting in into 
There's like, for instance, the one that I was thinking about, um, they've turned into an Amazon TV series, Nasty Gal. And um, it was just some people don't want to shop at Victoria's Secret. They're too corporate. So you get things like Nasty Gal and things like that, and you get a couple other sexy little, you know, zoomy, zoomy, zoom kind of things. But now look who's getting into lingerie and sleepwear more and more. Target. Interesting. Um, they're doing stars. They're pulling together a lot of brands. Um, now, L Brands, who owns Victoria's Secret, also Unlimited and other brands, um, they still say the largest broad underwear retailer for the women in the country. It's, it's, it's dominant. But they're trying to stay relevant. And the whole Victoria's Secret angel thing, companies like Target are doing ads with you know, women who are 10, 20, 30, 40 pounds overweight, which is kind of what we would refer to as a real-looking person. Um, now, what sells lingerie? The people that buy it, do they want to see, like, you know, a foot ten woman marching down the runway? So Target's saying roughly 40% of its shoppers are looking for intimates and sleepwear in its stores and online. And the retailer's customer base is always heavily skewed towards women, giving it an opportunity to give them more to choose from, per se, right? All of Target's bras are going to cost less than $22 and include plus sizes. Plus sizes. Um, the things we come up with, the terms we come up with, they're going to be adding what's called the Bra Fit Studios, which every 16-year-old boy is going to say, I want that job. <laughs> right? Find your fit. Let me help you there. Um, so the reason I'm bringing this up is you, you kind of grew up, I don't know, your age. I kind of grew up like Victoria's Secret. Ooh, there's a runway angel show. There was like CBS is doing a big Super Bowl of Victoria's Secret models. And now it's starting to become less and less relevant. Um, and that's something you have to be fearful. It's something you have to be very, very fearful with when it comes to investing that you don't fall for the story too much. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls there. Samsung is closer to measuring blood pressure with a smartwatch, but not quite the holy grail. So you got the Apple going after the AFib, irregular heartbeat thing. Samsung announced a new smartwatch that claimed to monitor blood pressure. That's a huge deal because it would impact millions of Americans. Um, Samsung, can they beat Apple in the watch? a lot of I have a friend who he wants to get his employees because there's a big uh, celebration thing going on he wants to get his employees engraved Apple watches I'm like did you bump your head you realize like an Apple watch is like obsolete in one two three years and they break if you want to go off the Rolex kind of thing go after the Rolex an engraved Apple iPhone I was wondering if he was kidding with me right I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. things financial money investing and more thanks for listening to the show 
Donald Trump in the news today talking about trying to set up, uh, I'm not going to say a signing yet, but maybe a summit for a potential signing. He raised the prospect that he could sign a new trade deal with the Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping as both sides expressed optimism that substantial progress is being made. And uh, Trump's quote was, it looks like they'll be coming back quickly again. That's kind of saying, hey, something's going on here, right? I think so. Um, But again, don't get too caught up in it. If that's going to, you know, springboard us into record highs, it could. Wall Street gets back to that demon known versus demon unknown thing again and again and again and again. So don't be surprised, is my opinion. Uh, Stories that are out there. Warren Buffett says Bitcoin is delusion and attracts charlatans. I bring Warren Buffett up because he has this annual shareholder thing that he does once a year where he's really out there and he'll talk about anything. Uh, hey, Warren, what are you going to do with all your cash? Hey, Warren, what are you going to do? What do you think about Bitcoin? Hey, Warren, what do you think about Davos? Hey, Warren, what do you think about... And you get a lot of good insight. I don't know. Who's your guru? Who's your Buddha? Who's your dude? I'm sure there has to be someone, right? Um, that you want to track their performance. That you want to hear more about. Whether it's a guitar legend or whether it's like... You know, one of the first makers of video games. Who's the person that you're like, I, I paid him to talk. I paid him Warren Buffett talk. I don't have Warren Buffett kind of money where every year he does an auction for lunch with him for the Glide Foundation. I don't have that kind of money. But, man, I would pay to see him. So I, I went it. Okay, here's the thing. There's a Tony Robbins document, uh, something on Netflix. I hate Tony Robbins. We're all allowed our opinions in this world. That's just my opinion. I find him to be for weak-minded people who want to get rich quick, who want to blame not coming up with a business idea or an entrepreneurial skill or a business skill. Uh, Maybe a little bit too much video games, maybe a little too much drinky-drinky. I find that the people, and I was watching the video and I was just, I was shocked, and I could only take so much of it because I've hated this man for years. I've hated Donald Trump for years. Not hate, that's a tough word. I've hated the content that he pushes. I think it hurts people. Go back to before he was president and the whole you're fired thing. Uh, If you don't see reality TV as totally scripted, you're insane. And... I think we've made a lot of we've we've given a lot of money to people like Kim Kardashian and, and Warren Buffett and Tony Robbins to help us feel like this is what needs to validate us. The art of the deal. Trump doesn't have an art of the deal. He's got the uh, negotiating tactics of a real estate bully out of New York City, and he didn't even do well in real estate. He did well by figuring out that he could put his name on a building and let other countries pay him to build real estate. He's been bankrupt two or three times. That doesn't sound like someone who did well in real estate. And people look at him and are like, tell me everything. Anyway. um, Where am I going with this? I don't know. So Warren Buffett. Yeah. In a bit of a sign of the times, Facebook content moderators are saying that they're suffering from post-traumatic stress disorders from moderating content. 
Um, I find that fascinating. A lot of the employees are resorting to having sex and doing drugs on the job to cope with stress. One Facebook moderator brought a gun to work for protection from vengeful employees. What's going on in Facebook, right? Zuckerberg is, um, I I wouldn't say he's high profile. I think he keeps a very, very low profile. But the wide-ranging exploration of work conditions in Facebook is pretty fascinating. And I'm not saying like fascinating, like let's make a movie. Let's make a movie about working at Facebook and people having PTSD and having sex in the workplace. The more I'm thinking about it, maybe I am saying let's make a movie, but intense stress from what they see on the internet. And you know what people see the moderators see is kind of a reflection of society, right? Or is it a reflection of the deepest, darkest part of our society? Uh, They see offensive jokes. They see potential threats. They see videos depicting murder. Um, I don't want to see that. I don't. That sounds to me to be horrific. I once dated an emergency room nurse, and I was like, "How do you do it?" Like you see people come in from motorcycle accidents, and they're just a bag of bones. You see people, you know get things stuck in their bodies that shouldn't get stuck and, you know, puncture themselves in ways that you never thought they'd get punctured. I'd rather be an emergency room nurse than, and I'd like, I'd like to be an ER, like the TV show with George Clooney, ER, emergency room nurse. That's the kind of stuff I want. I want the clean, you know, it's all over an hour and you don't have to take it home from work. But I would never want to be a content uh, moderator I, I hate the contents that are already there. And you're saying there's worse content? Moderators get two 15-minute breaks, a 30-minute lunch, and nine minutes of wellness time during the day. <laughs> oh. A lot of that time, though, is also spent waiting in line for bathrooms and other such areas. So Facebook not getting the best love, shall we say, from the media. On working conditions. And again, I'm not going to be the social judge, juror, and punisher. You notice Netflix has canceled all their Marvel TV shows like The Punisher. Why? Because Apple, not Apple. Ooh, maybe I'm saying something. Disney is getting ready to launch their own video services, and they don't want to strengthen Netflix with their content. And it's all done pretty well. Ratings were down on The Punisher, but... They canceled Jessica Jones and uh, Iron Fist or whoever, whatever that horrible one was. Oh, but back to the whole Tony Robbins thing. See how I go in the big circle? Never liked it. Never liked anyone who, he works out so much. You, you've got an image problem when you work out that much at his age, in my opinion. I'm not going to call it a mental disorder. But when you're that much of a beefcake and you're 50 plus, there's something wrong with you. Like, go pay attention to your kids. Go pay attention to your, your family. Go on a nice vacation and, and, and eat Doritos. Man, I love Doritos. Cool Ranch Doritos were my thing as a kid. Last time I've had Doritos was probably 10 years ago, maybe even longer, right? Anyhow, once again, I'm digressing, right? So the Tony Robbins things, I'm not a big fan of. And 
In this case, it was Tony Robbins let, for the first time ever, Tony Robbins let cameras into a special $5,000 week-long summit. And they start by showing some of Tony Robbins' handlers and how they whip the crowd into a frenzy. I, I, I got to admit, I, I like March Madness and NCAA college basketball. I think that's a fun tournament where you get underdogs last year, a number 16 team knocking off a number one team. Crazy. Insane. Insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. Um, I, that's the fan craziness that I kind of like, sporting fan craziness. You can get caught up in it. I've been to Stanley Cup games, and you can get caught up in it. Uh, but for me, the whole Tony Robbins thing, getting caught up in someone who goes, let's go to the crowd, and everyone's going crazy. Let's go to the crowd. Uh, what's your name, Patricia? Patricia, why are you here? Well, because my dad. I, I want to be more loved and more given, but he's a bad man. He drinks too much. How does that make you feel? And like I'm just the crowds getting into it, and at some point in time, some guy, I don't know what it is, but he life hasn't gone well for him. And Tony Robbins gets you know a hundred people to go give the guy a hug, and like you, the look on this guy's face was like he's landed in Disneyland as a six year old kid in Mickey Mouse's lap. It's like woo, winner winner chicken dinner, right? I'm just not a big fan of the gurus who have no content. He made his money getting you to come to his seminars. He didn't make his money doing what he tells you to do. Go to work every day with a positive attitude. If you have a positive attitude, life will change. That's not that's not something I can work on. But anyway, um, I once did a seminar next to him. And he, he doesn't even show up to like 99% of his seminars. He's got trainers that do, and you see a video of him. And like, let's do the firewalk thing. The firewalk thing was the best one that happened in the last couple of years. Where he gets people to like see the, the potential in their life. Because did you think you could walk on fire before you showed up today? No. Well, let's do it. And then some people actually burn their feet. And I, I found that to be hilarious. But that's off topic. Um, walking on fire, it's a trick. It's Woods burn at different temperatures. Some woods burn at a very low temperature. So not that much of a trick, is it? Not that motivational. And then you hear like grandmother's like, hey, you know what I did for my 95th birthday? I walked on fire. And you're like, oh, someone took your money. I'm so sorry. Someone took your money. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't be shy. i got a big seminar coming up. You can learn more about it at robblackshow.com. When you're there, you can use the code RADIO25. I bounce around a lot on the peninsula, but sometimes I get to the East Bay, and rarely do I get to the North Bay. Um, but it's all out there. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at robblackshow.com, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Today I stood and walked away. I'm never coming back this way. I go Where investors rule. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So, the Bay Area's got something that's utterly ridiculous. 
on a lot of levels, and it just shows you how elitist the, the area can be. The Bay Area's got something called Ski Week, and 20 years ago before I came to the Bay Area, I didn't know what Ski Week was. I'd never heard of it. I heard about Christmas vacation and summer vacation and spring breaks and winter breaks and what have you. Winter break was usually tied towards Christmas and New Year. Sometimes if you got lucky, it'd be like a 12-day holiday period with no school. And because I was on the East Coast, there was a lot of snow. But I come to the California, I hear about Ski Week. I'm like, there's not a lot of snow here. Like, what, what are you guys thinking? Are you smoking all that wacky tobacco that they talk about from the East Coast? And then I learned, like, not every county has Ski Week. Because to me, Ski Week is like, shouldn't the kids be in school? Oh, you can learn life lessons by skiing on the, the puffy uh, slopes of North Star. Life lessons? Okay, sure. But then it felt incredibly elitist to me, right? Ski week for people who can't afford... Skiing is an expensive sport. The only sport I can think of that might be more expensive in the long term is is ice skating. Because there's so much coaching involved and there's so much like finding ice time. But skiing's pretty expensive. Um, with that said, California has it. And... It's been an epic year for snow in California. I found it elitist in large part because most kids can't afford to ski. Most families can't afford to ski. And then you get into a situation where uh, the people who can afford to ski can also afford a nanny. And they don't mind you know, school being off for a week because they can work remotely from out of town. Um, but it's one of those things, right? And to me, ski week is really a reflection of California's. It's a way of them saving money. But what's interesting is, like, San Francisco doesn't honor Ski Week. They don't have it. But you get off Chinese New Year. I'm like, wait, Chinese New Year you get off? Which I, I totally get when you look at the demographics of San Francisco. But if you're not familiar with that, you're like, you don't quite get it. Anyway, um, Bay Area and Disruption. We do things a little uniquely here at times, right? We're a little kooky. And I totally admit it. But um, Netflix is one of those companies that, you know, they came along not because of the cord cutters. They came along because people didn't want to go and do late fees for renting videos. You'd rent a video, you get 24 hours or whatever, maybe the weekend, you'd forget to rewind it. You'd, like, I know you're saying rewind. Yeah, I used to go to, like, blockbusters and, and get videotapes. Let's go to the videotape. And then if you got a popular one, it was so stretched out because people were rewinding it and rewinding it and rewinding it. So you get to a part where the movie would go like this. And then DVDs came and you know, Netflix did nice there and mailing it to you and no late fees. You can get, you know, videos delivered to you. You don't have to go to the video store. You can put together a list of what you wanted and as soon as it's available, they'd send it to you. But they kind of made big history last night at the Academy Awards because the Academy... And that kind of stuff is so pompous. And it's so, we are the salt of the earth. If you look at the movies that win Academy Awards, a lot of time it's about actors and how they act. Whether it be Birdman or, take a look at the movies. And you'll see that uh, the scene in the rain one from a couple years ago, La La Land. Hollywood likes to applaud themselves and say, look how great we are at our craft. It's very, very rare that something like a Shakespeare in Love wins. But you look back in time and you're like, what did Weinstein do to get that to win? So anyway, Netflix is kind of a a disruptor. And the fact that they can get 
an award from the liberal elite of Hollywood media. And again, I'm saying that because I think there's kind of an elitist feel to the cabal that is uh, the economy, right? So Netflix has been dis- Netflix has been disruptive, and I give them credit. I tip my hat. Uh, I spent you know a little downtime with the whole ski week thing, right? Because they're your kids; you're supposed to love them. And I'll tell you what, Netflix dominated the viewing schedule through and through. There was a little bit of like, what do you want to watch? And like, oh, I wouldn't mind seeing that uh, Star is Born. So you'd have to go to like Google Movies or Apple Movies or Roku's got a movie service, Fandango. They all have them. But then you get into these like secondary devices and tertiary devices that you have to sign on. You have to remember a password. And you're like, oh, suddenly life is is just a killer. 50% of economists say they see a recession likely in 2020, by the end of 2020. Half of businesses, 50% of businesses agree as well. Now, here's the thing. Very rarely are you able to predict a recession. And you can be like, the, you know, a, a broken clock gets the time right twice a day or something like that, right? And I don't even know what that means. You know what's interesting? I suddenly want a grandfather clock. What does that tell you about me? Like, I'm getting peculiar as I get older, right? So economists are divided on how the government's swollen budget deficits and the higher taxes coming down the road as the lower taxes were never solidified. So potential tax rate increases on carbon taxes, on corporate taxes, on alcohol taxes, on marijuana taxes. So there's a lot of thought that taxing could be a way of, you know, putting a Band-Aid on our budget deficit. But when you tax people, you take money away from them. And the easiest way I explain this is uh, it's good to pay taxes, no doubt about it. But it's still money coming up from your pocket, right? I look at gasoline as a, a crazy tax. When it's at $4 a gallon, I go, you know what? I'm not driving to Disneyland. Screw that. I'm staying home. I'm going to vacation. When it's two ninety five, I'm like, fill up the RV. We're going to Disneyland. Woo-hoo! You kind of get the idea, right? So it kind of curbs demand when it's expensive, and you kind of like encourages usage when it's cheaper. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, check out Warren Buffett's shareholder letter. It's worth a read. It really, really is. If you do one thing to make yourself better as an investor, that's it. You can also come to seminars. I try to educate infotainment. You can find out more about them at Rob Black Show. It's robblackshow.com. Use code radio25. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.